You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Gansworth, New York. This is our second open air uh, outdoor episode. No, we haven't. Uh, we haven't broken down. We aren't uh, on a commune. Uh, we are at One Eric Booster Plaza. Uh, we're hearing some pickup trucks in the background. We're, we're in the country. Right? We're, we are. We're in God's country. We're in God's country right now. Um, we're in our in my garage, actually. Yeah, we're in Eric Booster's garage. You may know Eric Booster, the drummer on all of those crucial, classic end of the year records. Can't get them anymore. Can't get them anymore. His price Out became of too high. He asked for it higher than Union scale, and just much like a running back who has uh, his legs can no longer carry. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, I can still get around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Eric Booster. Yeah! Hey. There he is. He is a, a drummer, as, as he's just shown you. And um, he'd like to, we'd like to get around the, uh, the creepy fire again and tell some old stories, pal. And you were, uh, we, uh, we, uh, we've been here for about an hour. No, we were telling some old <laughs> stories. And uh, 
Um, maybe you should take it from the top, pal. All right. Well, that, the first question I found actually was, I'm unsure if this has been asked before uh, or on the podcast, but how did end of a year get together? So th- there right. you go. You can actually take the ball so and run with it. I was, I was contacted by Mike 05 or Mike Brandenburg, mm-hmm. and he emailed me and just said, hey, I'm, a band is starting. It's going to have this kind of DC sound. <laughs> a band is starting. A band is starting. I have no hand in this. I just know the cosmos. I woke up last night and started sweat. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's going to be, we're just going to do a couple of, you know, a couple shows and maybe put out a seven inch. And I thought, that's cool. Mm. You know, minimal commitment. I, th- I like it. So think back for if somebody said that now, how obnoxious would that be? It would be like, like oh my god, really I don't have time for this shit. Got, like, yeah, are you no, kidding I, me? You know, I gotta <laughs> yeah. set aside my schedule for what? For two shows? Listen, yeah. All right, I can give you like Tuesdays in the afternoon, yeah. and that's about all I can do. So we do this at lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> so bless you. And uh, so you, we get together at this place called Max Tracks that had a rehearsal space, and uh, famous. It wasn't going all that well, but. Mike promised me that Hans was going to join us, and then things would kind of lock in, and he also said David Ziedman was going to join us, too, or Ziedman, actually. Uh, we all called him Ziedman for the longest time, mm-hmm. not knowing that we were mispronouncing his name. He didn't seem to care, though. He didn't. No, he never didn't bothered to correct much. us. He didn't care about much of anything. No. Dave Ziedman, who I think I told the story, uh, is the same person who came to me hat in hand trying to sell my current guitar for, like, pennies in the dollar, and I... Uh, I gave him the most unfair price I've ever given anybody for anything, <laughs> and I feel no guilt about it because I love that guitar. So thank you, Dave. Yeah. So, but none of those guys could show up. So it was just me, Mike, and Patrick. Yeah. And we wrote in about I don't know how many. It was a couple of weeks because Hans was tied up with something else. Uh, I was in was it? in internationally recognized greatest hardcore band of all time, Burning Bridges, okay. and we had some shows to play. And there, yeah. I was restricted from playing. Uh, and any other bands. Serious. There's band policy. <laughs> hardcore no, rules. No hardcore rules. No side bands. You had to be down for the core. Did you or did you not sign the contract when you joined this outfit, yes or no? Yeah, did you so take no. the signing bonus? <laughs> <laughs> I signed the contract for a reason. Uh, he went Pete Carroll versus Marshawn Lynch on me. And, uh, but then, I, you know, something about, something that was in the air with you guys, man. And I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. I remember the first time I went over. Um... It was right after burn, right after Burning Bridges practice, and Scott was like, "Well, where are you going with your guitar?" And I was like, "Uh, nowhere." I felt like I was like sneaking out on my on my girlfriend at the time. It was very creepy, but there. So continue. Oh yeah, so we had a couple practices as just a trio, and I think in the three or four practices we managed to write one and a half songs, and I just felt like things were going a little slow. We yeah. tried out another bassist named. K Sonin, <laughs> and I was just excited to have some low end sound coming through. But after he left, I talked to Mike about it, and we realized he was not playing anything remotely close to what we were playing. He was kind of, he was like an experimental bassist. I plugged into this fuzz pedal backwards. I think it's interesting. Sometimes I get WGR radio. And I think he, yeah, he was getting experimental with us, and that wasn't really our sound. He was wearing a Fugazi shirt, so I guess he got the DC memo. Yeah. But that didn't that last. Makes it so, so much worse. <laughs> it was the very next yeah. practice. This is 2003, Mike. Yeah. The very next practice, Hans and Dave Zeidman showed up. <laughs> and we basically wrote the seven answer. songs in one <laughs> shot. Hans <laughs> came in and said, oh, I got a couple ideas. And then oh. that was it. And I just remember thinking to myself, this is going to be a good summer. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be, no, it's gonna a be a really a, good summer. It's gonna be a revolution summer. Oh yes. <laughs> well, wow, and that's what up. we did. And uh, yeah, and then we played a show two weeks later after yeah, recording a boombox demo. A boombox demo. And if we could find a copy of that, because those I, are two I, songs. Those are two very unreleased songs. I should check in my I, old man's basement and see if there's, t- there's still tapes floating around down there. I might have it because we recorded actually on Mike's girlfriend's laptop that I borrowed. And we just That's like ran right. it through a couple of mics, and then we had Pat out in the other room doing vocals. Yeah. And we had, you know, it was just, it, so it was have such it. a bad recording. Because all y'all completists out there, you'll never have the complete end of your discography because right. that is lost. That, that tape, I mean, we made probably 20 copies. Yeah. Lost the time, bro. I'm going to bootleg it. You know what happened is that guy Burma. Remember Burma? No, I don't remember. He Burma. was this white dude Burma. who rapped. Yeah. Oh my His God, stage Burma. name was Burma. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he ended up playing in some kind of like post-hardcore band down in Rhode Island or somewhere. Burma. But uh, he was our biggest fan in the beginning. I totally and, uh, remember that. Oh, God. He was like a humorist rapper. You know, he, he came out and would, I don't remember anything about it Sounds other than awesome. us all laughing. And <laughs> I wasn't sure if we were supposed to be or not, but I thought we were. Oh, I remember. He was like our biggest fan. I totally remember that. And then he disappeared. We yep. we assumed he was on drugs at the time. A safe yeah. assumption. Yeah, so, that's a pretty reasonable assumption. Yeah. So we, we uh, caught fire. Yeah. And then that was um, then then the rest is is history. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was uh, yeah. And then we recorded the warm demo at Dead Air, and then we yeah. kept going and we played some fairly ridiculous shows. And then uh, that was it. We kept going for forever in perpetuity. Can, is it too early to bring up the Wisconsin, the Appleton, Wisconsin show? No, no. let's just bring that up right now because I'd really love to talk about. People that. love Sean Duty, but we can get into. I mean, we Sean Duty ended up. Uh, Mike had uh, Mike had a kid on the way, yes. and was trying to. He had a lot of irons of the fire trying to do that and uh, be in a band that netted roughly negative five thousand dollars a year per uh, per individual. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he bounced for uh, a tour, and we grabbed Sean Duty to uh, to play in his place. I think was that that tour? Or was that yeah, uh, was it? Or was that Sean Duty's that was first? I think that was his first fledged. as a full fledged okay. member. He had joined. He we had done like a week stretch up and down the Midwest yeah, or something, yes. where we just drove out to like Ohio and then went south. Yeah, and That's he when we that. almost died in West Virginia. Yeah. That was, that was oh, yeah. yeah, that was when we coined the Bobcat. Yeah, the Bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> he was poked his head up. We're listening to Kiss, and he's like, oh, I fucking hate Kiss. I fucking hate Kiss. Please change it. Like, You're sleeping, motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, so Appleton. Appleton, Wisconsin. I remember when, I remember we were driving JVU, and it, that's the one of the first times we realized that it got when it got too hot under the mm-hmm. hood, yeah. it wouldn't start anymore. So we had to park and leave it parked with the hood open. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ugh. Jesus, that what was a nightmare that was. That whole <laughs> experience. I, I remember being in Olympia. Yeah. And oh my God. And, tell and that like, sto- we, tell that story. <laughs> we'll tell that story. You would just do this whole oh tour. Let's, okay, let's start because that that is a that is a like Black Flag style story. Yeah. What we did there. Oh my God. Well, did we start in Syracuse for that? We did. Tour? We did, we and did. we almost died because they closed every fucking door in there and every window because yeah. the sound was really loud and it was I mean it was like 7 p.m. yeah but it was 110 degrees in there because they closed everything because they were afraid of upsetting the neighbors yeah. it was in like a residential area coffee the shop. coffee shop and I just remember getting wow. done playing and seeing just a pool of sweat around me thinking yeah. I'm I, 
I'm like one song away from dying here. <laughs> Why does he remember playing in a coffee shop there? I remember playing in that fucking hall that I played every show ever in Syracuse. At. I don't remember a coffee West shop. Coast. It's weird. The West Cow was awesome. That was fun to play there. Are there, we? Yeah. No, I, I do I remember the name of the coffee shop. Had a meltdown there for something or other, and then was like, "It's the first night, and I'm already freaking out." I like had a real yeah. like dark moment. Well, that was yeah, I remember that. That was great. Sean Duty had a, that first night freak out. It was after I think it was because the show was too hot. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, I I never played in a hotter place. Like oh I honestly God. felt like I was gonna have heat and stroke. After I was Syracuse, getting, I was like flubbing parts because well, I just couldn't concentrate. Remember, remember after Syracuse, we drove straight to Chicago. We can do yeah. this. No oh yeah, no, we, we were so yep. naive. <laughs> Oh God! And we hit like Indiana. We're like, I'm gonna kill. I want to die. Please kill me. <laughs> so we're all tired. I don't forget where we go. We I went to uh, Rich Miles' friend's house. You and oh I stayed God. up all night driving, yeah. and then for some Rich reason Miles. we weren't tired and still went down to his basement and watched the, the entirety of the movie Grandma's Boy. Yes, <laughs> I, I remember that. I remember watching Grandma's Boy. That was the first time I saw that. And then we had like the late night giggles, even though it was fucking yeah. like four in the afternoon. Yeah, was, that was something I else. totally that was remember a lot of fun. that now. Yeah, I had a flip phone. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and I, I would always blink. I remember that for some reason. I remember having a flip phone. <laughs> I want to eat too. I ate a ton, but I wouldn't. I refused to to go number two. It was like camp, it was like, it was like camping. You're all backed up. I was. And we had every like time a, I went on tour, I'd get backed up. Like I couldn't. Oh yeah, I couldn't, oh, definitely. It would take me at least four shows before I could finally take a crap, and then. And then I, I just felt wonderful after oh, because yes. you were carrying this around um, mentally. And, and I like to travel late, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, mentally and physically. And then, yeah. So that's Chicago. Then we go to Appleton, Wisconsin. Didn't yeah. you have a woman in Chicago too? Oh, like not you. That's right. I vaguely oh, remember. Oh, I remember we were wait. all doing yoga out in front of the that's fucking right. venue. We were doing and pistols. Then, yeah. Uh, and then this girl, no, this girl was in the first happy sounding death metal band. Remember? I remember that she was she was digging your vibe. Yeah, and she came right. out. She's like. I'm in a band too. Oh, I, that. I forget was, the name of it, well, but she first, gave us like the MySpace address. Oh, I that remember. Was hip that was my first taste of a woman saying, "Wow, you're in a band too." Wow. <laughs> the rest is you're wait. in a band. No, that was a different girl. Because the girl who was in a band talked to you, but you were meeting some other girl there that you made my, out with. My internet girlfriend Willow. That's right. From Kalamazoo, who drove all the way to Chicago to just to see the man. That's right. And that girl. Uh, made out. There was some make out. All right. Yeah, you were looking. You were looking at us and jerking off. Dude. I was. No. <laughs> I waited till later. I saw you, man. I waited till later. I was watching. Oh my that. god. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I had a private moment in the van. Private moment. <laughs> oh my god. That van was uh, was prime for private moments. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was pretty loungy in there. <laughs> like a little. Uh, that was the, know, a little ripe. But that was the first JVU tour with the van. Yes. Um, rest in peace, JVU. Um, All right, so that, I think that brings us to Appleton. Yeah, let's get to Appleton. Chicago. Fire away, Eric Booster. All right, so you remember this? I remember. I totally forgot it. So you so said we get, it before. We get to Appleton, and it's a typical punk house. that's really messy and dirty and shitty, and it looks like it's going to be a good time because everybody's drinking already, which bummed out some of us and excited others who hadn't, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. So, the dynamic yeah. is a functioning alcoholic. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, dynamic, I guess, the dynamic at the time we found out quickly was uh, two fucking uptight, straight edge twats around dudes who really liked to. to we like to party next to a beer. So that was. Uh, so I was stoked. I'm like, wow, finally, we're not at a straight edge place. This yeah. is great. I'm going to get a couple beers in. Meanwhile, so, we're pouting in the van, I think, at that point. So they offered us to stay there, but I nobody wanted to. We'll we'll get into that later. Yeah. So we get down to the, we bring all our equipment down to the basement, 
And the guy who owned the place said, watch out, we had a flood, some, something backed up, and uh, so there's like some wet cardboard lying around. And this wet cardboard that he pointed out looked and smelled, and I didn't taste it, but it looked and smelled like shit. And Sean Dewey is not there for the conversation, so he <laughs> even just if he plows, was, it wouldn't make a difference. He's, he's you know, he's always grumping it up anyway. So he comes flying through, and just like plows his amp right through it, and then tips his amp sideways, <laughs> right through the shit, right through the shit. And well, I saw it happen, happen and just said, right and just thought, well, yeah. So so let it, let it there it is. And uh, he tips his, his amp up or his cabinet up, put the head on it. He goes to put the head on the top of it and goes, what the? He sees this this substance and of course touches it. You know, like I think he was trying to move the amp and maybe didn't see it, but for whatever reason, his hand came in contact with this, and he says, "I touch, I touch shit." I he I sniffs it. He's like, "I just touch shit. I touch shit." He flips out, this totally flips a, out, leaves the amp there, and I'm looking at it. I'm like, "Yeah, I think it's. I, I don't think it's shit." I said, "It's it's wet cardboard. That's what they told us." Yeah, it's shit. He just wouldn't believe it. He had, was shit. He had, a, he had a little freak out, and then we played what I think. What I recall was like a, a typical fun show. I mean, yeah, just we always, right. even if there was two people there, we'd always blast away like like oh, it was yeah. our only show. Which was the best part about being in this band. Really, was that we could be playing for the other bands, and you'd think we were playing from a million people. We were playing for the other yeah. bands. Yeah, well, <laughs> there was true. one yeah. band at that show that was pretty good, though. I remember, I remember we, we did yeah, the demo, was, and uh, every now and then yeah, we'd find a good band while we were out. And <laughs> happened pretty pretty rarely. So. Yeah. Mm. So that so after that happens, you know, we're trying to figure out where to stay, and the the, the punk house kids wanted us to stay there, but it it was just such a dirty place that none, none of us wanted to. And this oh, other guy that was at the show was like, "Oh, I got this place right down the street," you know. And, In my mind, that's the and same he looked place. like a clean cut, normal guy, yeah. you know. We're like, "Well, he probably lives in a nice place." He's like, oh yeah, it's clean, you know. Oh, yeah. You can come over. I got plenty of room. So we go to this house that looks like. A, a good sized house and we're hanging out and doing our thing and he says do you guys like disturbing movies oh, and we're all like well like what do you call disturbing course. and he's like oh you know happiness or something like that and we're like oh yeah, yes whatever we're, we're down for whatever so he puts in this movie that was made by the guy named who made kids and also bully I forget the guy's name yeah, who directed it, but he this put was, it together, and already I'm thinking, great. This is one of his less popular. And Gumbo, that was another one. This so is then, one of his less popular movies. And then the kid proceeds to tell us that this movie was never released because it was borderline illegal, which we found out later why. As we watch this movie, there are actors and actresses that look like they were 15 and younger yeah. in very graphic sexual situations. And it was freaking all of us out to no end. I went to bed. I was, like, I'm out. Most people went to bed. I, I was somehow like kind of trapped in this one area, and the guy just kept looking my direction, like, yeah, yeah. you're not going to leave me, are you? you know? And I'm like, uh, I don't yeah, know. So I think Duty and I may have watched the rest of it with him, and yeah. I just kept like falling asleep. Hans was sleeping on the porch, which was probably the safest spot oh, in the yeah. house. I would always find I was the couch sniper for years. You were. <laughs> I would always. God, that I didn't even was, bother looking for the couch. That I was just probably profoundly annoying. I think I <laughs> I slept under his dining room table that night. I figured Hans is driving. We want him to stay awake. Yeah, let's, exactly. Let's let him get yeah, the yeah. most sleep, and I'll you know. Sometimes I'd sleep in the van if it was cool enough out. Was that one of those situations where we were there and then like 20 people came over at one point? All right, no, I was mixing Georgia. up a different house. Was, someone oh, tried yeah. to steal your sleeping oh, bag. Oh my god, that's right. <laughs> that was some shit. I had like hypothermia from that one. That was and I remember I couldn't I, get warm. And I, I had, remember the next morning. Yeah, we I were had all a thousand in the van. sleeping bags on me, and Patrick's like, "Is Booster trying to make weight for wrestling or something?" <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't get warm. 
freak, freak me out. Yeah, that next morning in in the van, like waking up and trying to find coffee and just, mm-hmm. like being, I was the most unhappy I remember being on tour was that morning. Holy me too. I, we got to Virginia that day. I was, yeah. I was Richmond, sick. and I insisted yeah. we stop. I insisted in a fit of uh, a, a tantrum. I insisted we stop at Target, and I have to get medicine. <laughs> remember that? Yeah, that was great. Well, that was the same tour we had to drive from Virginia back to New York with the icy roads. Yeah, and Richmond, mm-hmm. Virginia has one snowplow, so yeah. it was just it was a nightmare. No, that was nuts. Yeah, because yeah. I, I had to work the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty miles an hour, pretty much all the way up for half the country. Because we were behind yeah. the, the ice storm that was slowly moving up the East Coast, mm-hmm. and I was. Or like I remember it being like six hours late, and we're finally in DC, and I was like, I'm nowhere near. Yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, that was terrible. I, I went right to uh, my first acting class after that. Right. <laughs> at SUNY. Yeah. Um, so back to Appleton. All right, so we're in Appleton now. Yeah. So we're in Appleton, and some of us are watching this really messed up movie that just. I mean, well, the funny thing is, I mean, for all the like bizarreness in the movie, there are some big name actors like Dauber from Coach was in it. <laughs> I'm serious. Big, no, I'm big, serious. Big name actors like Dauber from, from Coach. Coach. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, that kind of surprised me. I remember watching thinking like, you know, it started off not too bad. It just progressively got worse and more. And meanwhile, so yeah. when you're focusing on Dauber the Coach from Coach, Sean Diddy's focusing on that underage threesome. Yeah, Sean Diddy's well, getting the, really wild. This is the part that makes the whole thing even more questionable is because <laughs> by the end of the night when we're all sleeping and <laughs> keeping one eye open... <laughs> Sean Duty had a nocturnal emission <laughs> that he openly admitted to the next day in the van. Like, like why? Jokes on Don't that ever guy. admit to that. Like, what do you yeah. had a nocturnal it was, emission. It was vo- it was voiced in a haha jokes on that ass. Yeah, I came in my jeans. <laughs> so now I got crotch rot. Yeah, but, and all know. of us are like, and then we're on like we're on the next shower watch because you know when you know, oh, yeah. someone when someone's right, right? Yeah. we're like when someone's right on tour, which doesn't happen very often in our defense. But we're to Sean, I was on shower watch with Sean Duty. I'm like, when is he gonna take a fucking yeah, shower? Yeah. Because then he, we got to this next spot, nothing. Nothing. And then we finally got to like the, because I was in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. Oh god. And then he finally took a shower after like thank heavens another. I forgot Minneapolis Yeah, we stopped at Extreme Noise Terror, I think it's called or whatever. Yeah. And we stayed with that dude who had a landline answering machine. Remember that? Mm-hmm. We had to keep remember that. And yeah. Messages <laughs> on his answering machine. Well, that was my first experience ever going to Whole Foods. Ah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember a lot of that in-between stuff there, other than, you know, we had a fun time and then moved yeah. on. But I remember the van constantly breaking down. And like Hans said, we had to always take off the hood, which is, like, inside the van where you drive it. You have, there are the, Oh, these, my God. The, yeah. They call it a doghouse. Yeah, you take it off the exposing engine yeah. to let it cool this down. bringing me right back. The doghouse. And we had to drive with the doghouse, like, off. Yeah, so I, I did. It. I drove oh, through yeah. a neighborhood in Olympia because I was trying to tune it up. Like we went, we brought it to. We were in Seattle, I think, and someone's like, "Oh, take it to Monroe. They're the only place that won't screw you." So we brought it there, and they're like, "Well, it's going to be about two hundred fifty dollars just to diagnose the problem because yeah. they wanted to do new plug wires, new distributors." Oh, right, yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Fuck it, let's do, we can do this ourselves." Let's just oh, we'll, we'll get there too. That was, yeah. <laughs> we, no, I forgot how much break, shit we had no, to do. Don't forget break about breaking down a Spokane. Yes, and we got haircuts. We got haircuts. Well, hold on. We're, we're in Spokane. Oh, well, hold on. We, we just showed up, and we stopped to get to lunch. Me? We go to start the van. Taco and we'll nothing. Yeah, taco time. We go to start the van, nothing. I'm like, son of a bitch. Did so we, we stuck here. Right from Minneapolis to Seattle? I remember no, we had a long we drive. Fargo. 
Yes, oh, Fargo. Fargo. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, Fargo, where uh, Patrick shit his pants in the first, note, <laughs> first song. Yeah. That's right. He was in the bathroom, and we had. And he wasn't an instru- We had to do an instrumental because he had to run to the bathroom. Yes. I hope someone has that on video because I remember him it like, playing video. and just running, and be like, "Pardon me, I'm legitimately sick with something." And then run. it ran out. Well, the thing <laughs> was, Benny Hill, like Alex. We were gonna, we were gonna just play for like as long as he needed. Yeah. And I, he, we played some part that I think he thought was his cue and came running with his pants practically on his ass, like, just, and started singing. And then at the middle, at the end of that song, said, I have to go clean up. And, oh, yeah, uh, something uh, like that. Yeah. I'm legitimately sick, he said. And then left. So. <laughs> we also signed autographs. That was where our photo, Scott. we took that fo- the photo that's on Wikipedia. Oh, that's of right. Us yeah. sitting there was yeah, in that, that venue is, in yeah. Fargo. I remember that. Jesus. Yeah. That was, that's great. All right, so then we did Fargo okay. all. Okay, so I knew it was a long drive, but I didn't think it was that long. And we went to Fargo, and we we're like, Fargo to Spokane? No problem. No problem. We drove forever. Yeah. I remember I pulled over. Like I pulled. I had this. I was a king of like saying enough's enough. And I pulled over in a Denny's parking lot, and I was like, and not even that was right there. after the Continental Divide. Yeah, we, yeah. I remember yeah. we just couldn't take it anymore. That was it. And I slept, and then we got going. <laughs> got to Spokane. Stopped at Taco Time because yeah. I knew my way around Spokane. Yeah. Yeah, no one knew why you knew your way around Spokane. It was just <laughs> oh, one of those things. Yeah. The t- that's the time. That was back then. I had like an ego and you and like you know self-respect and I didn't want to tell anybody why but um, yeah I knew Patrick's like well I need to go down to the waterfront I was like go down there and make a left and make a right <laughs> and I was like he's like, like well, he's like you sure a- I was like yeah <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> trust me that's a week here uh, uh, I don't want to talk about that um, and then we saw the taco time it's yep. delicious Mm-hmm. Very good. But uh, then we the van can't start, so we all get haircuts instead. Yeah, we well, went we, to one we of those. We drove uh, in, and, and there was like a men's hair salon yeah, it was that, like that, that had like construction got. tape and like, like women in, in cut off jeans with like <laughs> tool belts that had clippers on yeah. them instead. Yeah. And I was like, wow, look at that. And then when we couldn't get the van going, I was like, let's get haircuts. Yeah, got a cool haircut. So we all got great haircuts. We looked wonderful. Felt like shit, but yeah. we looked wonderful. Yeah. And then the van magically started. Like it was the, the right amount of time. And then we went. To the gas station and it did and it stalled out in traffic and we had to push it. Oh my it. god, that's right! Oh, that's yes, that, right. that was exciting. still in Spokane. <laughs> I remember, yeah, we were on the phone with Bob Shed from uh, from Revelation, Revelation. Uh, as the van died and we had to jump out like do a Chinese fire drill style and push the van through. People like, were not amused by that. No, they were not think feeling it. Was funny at all. It was, we have the most stressful picture of you ever yeah. from that day. Oh my god, you the doghouse off. Yeah, try to change. Got grease all over my face. Thank God. I had to find we had a we made a video on YouTube of just still photos from that yep. tour. I'll yeah. find it and put it up with well, us. I think that like, photo is Because I had nothing, I had I had no way to help it in what I was doing. So I just walked in the gas station and stood in the air conditioning while you were <laughs> I sweat my ass off trying to figure this thing out. <laughs> um, so yeah, eventually we get it started. I think it just cooled down and enough that we could get it started and we got... Uh, did we drive straight through at that point? We, we took another so full we day. We went to Olympia. Left the van running forever. Well, we had, I mean, we had to get to happened, Seattle first. We had we? a new problem. No, no, you're right. We went to Seattle. Yeah, when we were going to the Cascades, we, we stretched the timing belt. And they told us belt. to go to Monroe. Yeah. They gave us this ridiculous price. So then we bought all the parts we needed for under 50 bucks. Yeah. Did it ourselves. I, I did it with Sean Dewey. Yeah. yeah. We did have to and, walk uh, two miles each way to uh, the Walmart and back or wherever yes. to get the parts. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. So we get we do that. We put that all together. And then Sean Dewey decides he's going to drive to Olympia. And this is like the van already was iffy, and then it really got iffy because he was, was so pounding on the gas, yeah. right? 
and this timing belt was a little sloppy. It was a little oh, loose. I'm mixing up two different times. Yeah. Yes. So he yes. pounds on the fucking gas. Sean Duty guns it up the fucking mountains. Yeah. And because uh, yeah. I think he just wanted it to stay running. You know, yeah. it would start backfiring, and you think it would, was going to die out. So he just was doing what an instinctual person would do, and just. Give it more right, gas. It got to the point where he had to slip the timing. Yeah. So the timing was way out. I noticed we got we going up the mountains. We were fine the whole time because yeah. this was uh, for everyone who remembers 2006. There was like a massive heat wave. It was like yeah. a joke how fucking <laughs> it was, hot it was. The water. Remember the water was alkaline. We could oh, actually yeah. God, Montana. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it was bad. There's uh, so the whole time we're going to the mountains in my head. I'm like, it's gonna be like. 70 degrees and breezy. We the other side of these. That's it. Out of this temperate desert, and we get to the other side of the Cascades, and it's 110 degrees yeah, in Seattle. Awesome. It's like this. Like <laughs> yeah. Patrick got a sunburn at the beach in Seattle, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. But yeah, so the whole way up, it was fine. And then I remember the minute we got over the Cascades and got yeah. down into the valley, all of a sudden I was in the back in the loft, and I heard the van backfiring. Yep. And I didn't want to tell anyone because I was like, what, what else could possibly go yeah, wrong yeah. here? But yeah, it that was went, the... It went from not starting when it was warm to just like not running at all. And, yeah. And we finally took it to a shop in there was Spokane. A, yeah, we, Olympia. no, uh, Olympia, because there, right across from where we were playing, it was like a VFW-type hall. There yeah, was yeah. like a little mom-pa garage, and I was just like, I'm going to talk to this guy and appeal to him and just say, here's what we know is wrong. Yeah. The timing's out, yeah. and it doesn't start when it's hot. We're, and I gave him the whole story. We're a bunch of guys from New York. We're touring through. Yeah. Just do what you can. He's like... All right, let me go for a ride with him. So we go for a ride, and we got the doghouse off, and it's just loud as all get out, yeah. and sweaty and hot. And he's like, "Yeah, timing's definitely off. You're right." Uh, <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, I can I can get this thing roadworthy, but I'm I'm just about to close. So if you could bring it tomorrow morning, first thing, come at like six in the morning, we'll be all set. So, all right, cool. We play a great show. We have fun. This is when Jeff was with us, my friend from college. Oh, that's right. Jeff was there. Right. Yeah. So he, he we picked him up along the way. Didn't we, we stay in Portland that night or something? No, we, no, we, we stayed, stayed in... That in, was the night that Sean Duty smoked weed and fell asleep. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, yes. <laughs> With my and old slept. friend Andrew Batisis, who is lost to the world. I don't know where he is. I hope he's all right. I hope he hears this. Jeff and I slept in the van that day because we were going to go bring the van to the mechanic. Yeah. And we had an alarm and everything. And it's, you know, so it's about 6 a.m., the alarm's going off. And we wake up, and there, there were these two women walking down the street, older probably in their 50s, and one of them says to the other, oh my god, there's people living in there. <laughs> That's my friend. That's a van that inspired horror when you looked yeah. at it, man. My it was friend, a scary van. in the loft, and he looks over at me, I'm on the, on the couch, and he's like, yeah, I, I do have two college degrees, and I'm living in a van. <laughs> this, yeah. is awesome. this is awesome. So we, we limp the van up the hill to the, to the mechanic and leave it there for a while. He gets it done in about an hour and a half or something. We all meet up. Get back in. And the guy only charges like ninety bucks. Yeah, I, really I remember. Awesome. I'm like, I'll put this, no problem. Yeah, whatever, and yeah. then and this is when we were all stinking. Like we were really smelly. Like nobody had taken a shower in a while. And Hans goes, "You found a big gamey." He's doing this like awesome <laughs> thing. And then for like an hour, all we said was, "Found a big gamey." Yeah, you found a big gamey. Over and over. Oh, and uh, until until it wasn't funny anymore. Yeah. And, then, and then if anyone said it, they got yelled at. Yeah. But, <laughs> all right, we got gamey. All right, we got it. We got but it. The thing was, we still hadn't showered, right? Yeah. That's it. So bad. And then we have to drive all the way through Northern California, all the way to like 
outside of San Francisco. Outside of yeah. San Francisco. Oh, dude, Jeff lost his mind yes. during this trip. Oh, it was great, oh, Jeff. Right. Jeff was fine, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Do we still have to keep driving?" Like, <laughs> was, we Can like, we stop for a minute? We're like, "Yeah, we still have to keep." That, that, that was a high we're of my road dogness because I was like, "I could go another twelve hours." I really, <laughs> but I really, at that point, for whatever reason, I hit that streak where I really yeah. could have done another nine hours. The van was running perfectly, mm-hmm. and by the way, that fix. Took JVU through like four to death. Years. That was yeah, it. The yeah. guy told. I remember the mechanic saying, "All right, you guys are definitely going to want to get a new timing belt eventually because it's really loose." He told us but, to get it in San Diego. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah but right, he's okay, like, if you're sure. ginger, if, if you're gentle with the with the accelerator, you should be fine. Yeah. So we were gentle with the accelerator. Two thousand eleven, that thing finally yeah. died. Yeah, Ten, died. something like that. Yeah. yeah, buried it in the backyard. Jesus Christ, <laughs> that was so bad. That was so sad when it died. Um, yeah, so we, we make it to California. I forget where we played. No. Well, we yeah. stayed we at go. the porno mansion. Stayed at the porno oh, mansion. Oh, that was stairs. Yeah. yeah another yeah. another friend of mine from college was living in uh, a, what, what looked like Jackie Treehorn's place. Yeah. yeah. From the big little house. But there was no furniture in it, which is the best yeah. part. And that was, the, that was outside was where we took the Sean Diddy picture. That's right. For, yep. uh, for, Europeans are sexual people. Yep. On yeah. his balcony. How did we not record in there? We had gigantic we empty to. mansion. How did we, we, we not record in there? We had a drum set already set up in there. And we had all our gear. I don't know why we didn't do that. I think we were tired and, and uh, yeah, I think we were just shot. Yeah. Yeah, tired and terrible. So then we play Santa Clara. Mm-hmm. Right. Santa oh, that Clara, was the place. Yeah. That, was that the place that looked like everything was a cardboard? Yeah, cutout? yeah. Santa Clara was actually just was a, a, a set. set from a like a, a sitcom. Set. Yep. And I don't tell you guys that we because I was like the also I was like the treasurer too. I don't tell you guys we have about. 17 bucks left. <laughs> I don't tell anybody. Like you know, you know, we just figured you know, okay, we're all right. We're playing a place like a like a social justice center. Like yeah. I know the show's gonna be bad. I know we're gonna have to dig into personal money, and this is gonna like this is where the the point of the tour where it's gonna be like terrible. Everybody's gonna get tight because we're spending our own money. So we go in, and we play probably one of the best shows ever. Yeah. We and we actually win the crowd over. Yeah. To the point where they pass around a shoebox yes. and we make like 250 bucks. That was incredible. That was incredible. Even the other band was really good too. Remember they did like a they did a Neil Young cover. Yeah, I yeah, that. That, yeah, that was fun. That was a good. And that was show. a fun show. It was good. That was like one of the one of those like very rare moments where people like actually we actually won everybody in the room over. Try to get in the van with us. I was smoking. I tried to get in the van with us. I know we talked about this, but fuck, it's so good. <laughs> He's like, hey, can I get a ride? We're like, where are you going? Sure, man, hop in. Where are you going? Anywhere. Where you're going. Where are you going? No, 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 no we're not going with this. Sorry. <laughs> I think that while Patrick was still trying to reason with him, I just I just you started going away. <laughs> we left him. It's we great. He's we looking at away. Like, He's like, look he at didn't know whether oh. shit or go blind. He's yeah. just like, oh. the best part is like, well, do you, I mean, do you know where like the Caldor is down on 14? <laughs> we're like, nah, dude, we're not from around here. You yeah, know, like I don't sorry. know what you want. He's like trying to negotiate with us to get a ride anywhere, and yeah. I just hit the gas and drive away. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Then we're we're good. Then we we make it to San Diego. We oh, well, we hit L.A. The, the got ride, a ticket in L.A. We never yeah. paid. Yeah, I remember that. Um, the ride from San Diego to Austin was putting your road doggedness to the test. That was, yeah, right. that was when Peg became our theme song for a while yeah. because Peg at some point down. everybody yeah. woke up and started singing along to Peg. We'll come back to you. Yeah, that, that was, was a lot great. Of, and we couldn't stop laughing. It oh, we like, had what, like 
two days of sitting around eating donuts in Dave's yeah, house, no, like watching yeah. Tales from the Crypt. Like we got really soft. Don't and then that was that was when we watched John Duty eat two burritos, and then next door, <laughs> dude, how good were those burritos? Oh, that place was ridiculous. That was the best. There's a picture of us eating burritos. burritos where we look like the most unhealthy people on earth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah, like three chins. It's awful. But we, then we watched we watched John Duty eat two burritos, and then go next door for donuts too. And he really tried to rationalize it. He's like, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Perfect meal. And we're like, yeah. oh, dude, like okay, Jack. Okay, Jack Lane. Like, come on, man. Like, like, but like, yeah, that was the weird trip. That was the trip where we got stopped by the immigration oh. guy with the machine gun. Yeah. Where we got buzzed by the uh, the Air Force plane. I missed that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone sleeps through all this shit. Um, it was the, the two planes come together and they fly <laughs> over us. <laughs> They're totally stalking us. We, uh, I, I peed in a uh, when we were going over the Hoover Dam. I think I peed in a uh, uh, what was it? The, the uh, porta potty that was for the workers, for the employees. I just like, hey, great, I gotta go. And uh, I'm just looking at you like well, he's not supposed to go over. Here. I was having trouble with bathrooms. Like I got locked in a bathroom one time. I've come back from Vermont. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. And I got that was the going in a porta potty. Hold on, <laughs> that night in was that the time we stayed in L.A. Yeah, and Sean Duty got locked in the bathroom. That's correct. Yeah, Sean Duty <laughs> thought he was going to get shot by the guy. Sean Duty got locked, yeah. locked in this really gully bathroom. <laughs> we were going to go see Dan Higgs, and it yeah. was sold out. It was sold out. The Troubadour, and it was sold out for some weird the reason. Troubadour. And we had this girl drive us around. We've worn out our welcome with everybody. Like how did we days. meet this girl? I don't understand. Like it was like a friend of a friend, friend that of, wildly imposed on Patrick's a friend, friend of a friend of ours who was in the band Three Fifteen. Oh. And she had moved out there from Massachusetts, yeah. and she was like, yeah, you can stay with us, no problem. And I remember when I got there in my days, I was like, <laughs> for some reason, I think I said a little too loud, I was like, I totally have a chance with this girl. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, like obviously, like the beginnings of my like irreverent bullshit, I said too loud. And uh, and Patrick was like, yeah, get in there, dog. <laughs> it was great. That was awful. And I, I slept underneath the uh, air conditioning unit, mm. and oh. I remember wanting to like slowly stab everybody because they kept talking and I was trying to sleep. Yeah. And Shondra was like, "Too bad, it's during the day." Like, hmm, <laughs> it's legal. <laughs> He's like, "Too bad, it's during the day." I was like, "Motherfucker, <laughs> hate you so much." Holy shit. We should call Good. You want to call Good? Call Goody. Yeah. yeah. You, call, uh, you should. You know what? You should call him. All right. Oh, that's that's a good idea. Surprising. What's his number? <clears throat> I might still have it. Oh. Oh my god! You have to hold the phone up to the mic. I'll put it on speaker. Oh please! This is so good because he never answers our calls anymore. No. <laughs> I may have to leave him. Although message. he, uh, I'll, I'll read him. I'll read some text messages I got from uh, Sean Goody a few days ago. A few days ago. Yeah, he, never... he, uh, he went out to the Rockaways and then had uh, some kind of conflict with somebody in the train. It was emailing me this really oh. unhinged shit. Is this a five one eight now? Yeah. Still rocking the five one eight. Get a my family plan style. Is that coming through? Yeah, Not it's yet. coming through. Get back to you. I've never received a full message. What a dork. Did it beep yet? 
Hey, Sean Duty, it's Eric Booster. Remember me? We're doing a podcast, and we had some questions for you. I'm, I'm guesting. I'm a guest on uh, Overnight Drive, and we thought we'd give you a buzz. So uh, you're on speakerphone, and you're not, you know. So if you want to call back and join us, you know, feel free. I don't know. Maybe you're at the beach or something, wearing your wearing your boxer briefs. I miss you, man. Give me a call. Bye. Wow. It's legal. Yeah, he was That's wearing, legal. That was amazing. I remember stand, like sitting on the beach, and there he is, like in oh, front of God and everybody, red just like wearing red. Rises up out of the water. Yeah. What happened? He, yeah, he looked like. Oh, and say he looked like Dennis Wilson. <laughs> I said that when he rolled up on the shore, he looked like Dennis Wilson had been underwater for 15, 20 years. And he finally was like, "What happened?" <laughs> He's wearing his boxer briefs. They're just like clinging to every oh, every part of his genitalia. Oh, that's when I asked. Left him. nothing in the imagination. No, that's He's, the first time I was like, "Shanti, you want circumcised?" <laughs> and he's like, "Yes." Matter of fact, I am. Like all proud. Yeah. What and beach was this? Completely. This was in Virginia Beach. Virginia Beach. All right. Virginia Beach. Just, I knew it was on the East Coast somewhere. You know, in his underwear, people are staring at him, and he's like, "What? It's legal." Oh, that was the. And remember, the kids were throwing jellyfish at each other. Yes, that was oh, fun. God. That was. Yeah. That was something. That's legal. Sean, you texted me a few days ago. Went to the Rockaways after work. Riding the A back, Bernie Getz is my favorite human being. Whoa! <laughs> and later on, he refers to somebody as a garbage person. So yeah, Sean did get really, really <laughs> not like, to be up not there. to be gender specific. But yeah, you know, no, no. Some gender fair language. Yeah, garbage uh, person. Garbage person. He's very. He's very nineties. Yeah. Uh, Jesus, Sean Duty's getting all Bernie Getz. We're gonna hear about him in the news. We're gonna read about him yeah. in the New York Post. Mm-hmm. Punk slang. <laughs> Punk killer. <laughs> All right, um, so, all right, so, so where were we? So we were doing so that long end. Oh, that's also the drive to... where uh, we tried to uh, get psychedelic with Sean Duty and mm. play you know, Iron Butterfly really loud and convince <laughs> him there were serpents in the, the van. Serpents. That was, a, that was a dream quest. That was. That was, uh, that was a rough ride. We tried to make it, and the thing was we tried to make it to play the show, yep. and we could have played the show, we but could've. we were too exhausted. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. well actually, like, no. the one show was canceled. Yep. There's a band called KS Boom that we met in Virginia on a previous tour. And that guy, the drummer in that band, gave me his, his number and said, if you guys are ever playing Austin, I want to check you out. So I said, hey, we're playing in Austin, but our show got canceled. And he's like, I'll set you guys up. And between all these texts back and forth, he got us a show at a beer garden. Yeah. Yep. And then everybody was afraid to play it because we're like, they're going to be expecting covers or something. Yeah. You know, it's a freaking beer garden. And we're going to be up there freaking everybody out. Meanwhile, so I'm we so not checked out, it. I fell asleep on the sidewalk. Like, yeah. Right. I, oh, yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, so we got there, we uh, missed the show. We walked around Austin. For yeah, because got the fucking van wouldn't start again, so we were forced <laughs> to walk around Austin. Yeah. We got Austin's equivalent of a donor kebab, probably. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Mike Conti uh, is nice enough to put us up in his dorm room. No, yeah. Well, well that's right, the dorm room. Yeah, no, we, we all had our own rooms. Yeah, he was nice. lived in a communal, like, I'm okay, you're okay, yes. like, punk house. Yeah, that was, was like, crazy. in an old school. I so oh, weird. I thought it was an actual dorm. Oh, all right, interesting. No, all right. It was great. We all had our own rooms. We had yeah. powerful showers. Air power conditioner. Shower. Power Air shower. Conditioner. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like being sandblasted. You know? Yeah. Just, That's really good. I can't remember that. everything that shower. Off. I felt great. We're all like new men after that. Oh, God. The, I vividly remember getting in the car in Austin in the morning and turning it on, and it turned on, and everyone was like, ah! It's like a celebration every time the fucking thing started. But then we hit Louisiana. Oh, and dude. we got a flat tire. Remember that? No charge. No charge. No charge. Oh great. my fucking god! I forgot about no charge. <laughs> <laughs> that 
And I think we use my AAA yeah. to get. We call can somebody it? please tell the story of yeah. no charge because I don't. I'll start it. Huh? You, you finish. Okay, you can do okay. the. So we had a flat tire and <laughs> we couldn't get our spare off because like our tire iron was. Either, it was either the tire iron was shot or we couldn't find it because it was hidden somewhere with the salmon that Jeff lost in the van. Oh yeah, did Jeff lost smoked salmon smoked in the van somewhere? Salmon. Or the nuts were so rusted, the lug nuts that were holding yeah. the spare to the back of the. Truck, it was just it was we couldn't boost, move it. Was it. Proof. it was yeah, I couldn't couldn't crack it. So I called AAA, and the guy shows up, and he's kind of laughing at us because we can't change his tire. But he he's got you know a portable what do you call uh, impact wrench, so he can just boop, 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 and get it off. He gets it off, and we're all standing around watching. I'm like, Duh. yeah, we didn't know what was going on. The, the spare tire looked like Punchy from Hawaiian Punch's hat. Yeah, like I think there's a picture up. of that there too. It's, it's just torn up, and it looked like it exploded. I was wearing a camouflage tank top and shorts. Yes, you were. Dude, yeah, we both were in the, the car there's a and picture tank tops. Of you yeah. in that. Yep. Yeah. I got the worst sunburn of my life. I remember for half an hour we were outside. It was, it was so bad. We'll get more into that. Terrible piercings. Fuck. I think Duty stayed. Did he stay in the van the I whole think time? Is that how he became the subject of this cartoon? He was dark. Yeah, he was in a dark spot. <laughs> what? Okay. So uh, to celebrate the fact that we had our tire change, we draw a cartoon. <laughs> I forget I was what I, <laughs> it's Sean Duty blowing the tra- <laughs> <laughs> blowing the blowing the tow truck driver. <laughs> Sean Diddy blowing the tow truck driver and the tow truck driver says no charge. Big speech bubble outside of the tow truck driver saying no charge. And we got such a kick so out of that. Good. I wish we had a picture of that. So that many drawings. It was around for years in the van so we just pick it up and just fucking lose the it thing for was, He hated it. And he oh, was like, yeah, so, so mad. He was very upset about that. <laughs> he was very upset. He didn't get the joke it at all. So he didn't get the humor. <laughs> It, we had to remind him. It didn't actually happen. It was I just a joke. You know? <laughs> Where are those pictures? I want to know. Oh, oh my god. No, <laughs> no charge. The, the premise is great. We're like, we have to choose. It's a, we elect Sean. <laughs> you, can, you can see the van in the cartoon and all yes. of us have question marks above our heads. Like, yes. what's going on out there? Everyone has well, the van's in the in the background. We have question marks above our heads. Like, where's Sean Diddy? And he's in the ditch blowing the truck. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs> It's actually a really well drawn cartoon, but you could tell what everything was. Very detailed. Sean yeah. Duty even had like it had likeness of Sean Duty. Yes. Like, it actually looked like you could tell it was Sean Duty. <laughs> and the tow truck driver had like a really long like it was gigantic. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he could have been in movies that guy. And I, I remember I unveiled it as we went to the <laughs> station too, because I drew it while I was in the van waiting, <laughs> just to keep the spirits. Up. Oh sure. But it then was, after that, lively. we made it to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. That started our Bam. long, illustrious relationship with Birmingham. Love Birmingham. That was the darkest for me on that, on that tour. Walking around Birmingham with the sunburn, trying to find aloe, and finding nothing. <laughs> just finding, like, like dialysis clinics that are open. It was just, <laughs> yeah, holy yeah, shit. That was there. terrible. But then we made this guy named Kev. Kevy Kev. Kev Kev. Um, and, uh, Kevin Wright. Kevin Wright. Yeah, he's still, still a scene stalwart mm-hmm. in Birmingham. I think we're still doing band. a split with his new band, but we've been talking about that for years, so I don't know if it's still <laughs> happening. But yeah. well, Kevin Kev's there, um, and we. Uh, he had a real grown up place to stay. Yeah, it was nice. Oh, it was you know, so it, nice. Was, it was a one bedroom apartment that he kept clean. He had, like, maybe, I think he had a cat, and he had an acoustic guitar, and we could just mellow out. Mm-hmm. We watched, we watched uh, what was that movie? Uh, we watched Dave Chappelle's Block Party. We watched Dave Chappelle's Block Party, but we also watched um, that. Brad Easton Ellis story, uh, Rules of Attraction. Oh, Rules of Attraction, that's right, yeah. Yep. That's right. And uh, 
Oh, you hated watching movies on the road. You get so I fucking did. bent out of shape. Bent out of shape. I had weird things, you know. If I was, if I was then who I am now, I would be like way laid back, cool, no problem. But back then, I had like. I had battles, man. <laughs> I had like, oh, I don't want to watch a fucking movie. Like, what else were we supposed to do? Or like, if we were all like parked and we're like, we're gonna explore the city. I'm like, no, we should all just stay here. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That was just like the worst. I was like, and once I, t I mean, that was before I was thirty. Once I turned thirty, it was like, fuck it, I don't care. Now was yeah. that because that was the first time I went to Alice Falafel too, which yeah. I would actually oh, anywhere man. in Birmingham. If you send me Alice Falafel, I'll send you twenty bucks. I know um, that was the best. But that was, was that. The trip with Pita Garden, or was that our second trip back? I think it was, was our second, second trip. Second. All right, okay. Because we, <laughs> so we can tell the Pita Garden story. Uh, I love the Pita Garden. We, we asked Sean Duty if he wanted each every uh, every item on the menu, <laughs> and he's like, no, no, and he said no every time. Yeah, it was like unbelievable. You asked him so politely too. That was yeah. like, <laughs> say goodie. Would you like a garden salad? No. Would you like a side of fries? No. Would you care for a pita garden? <laughs> to put this in perspective, Al's has 50 things on the menu easily. It's just like ridiculous. So we just sat there being really annoying. He's like, okay. he's like no. And then towards the end, he's like, would you like a cheeseburger? Would you like a bacon cheeseburger? Would you like an Al's burger? He's like, no. Because <laughs> he's not eating anything yeah. or like trying to get him to eat. Oh, that was Jesus. the best, man. Al's veggie burger and a styrofoam Coke. Oh, yes. God. So all right, so I lose it after uh, after Birmingham. I don't remember where the fuck we went from there. Like I, I lose the plot big time. That's when we went oh, to Virginia, too. isn't it? And that's when we met Turbo. Oh, no, Turbo was in the winter. That was, that was, that was you're right. That was the second trip that back. Was second that was a lot of fun. Where did we Turbo. go after Birmingham? I don't remember. Uh, Atlanta. No. Yeah. No. no. I don't think we played Atlanta then. You're right. Atlanta was the same time that we met Turbo. Atlanta was in the yeah. winter. Yeah. No, we played. Um, <clears throat> No, we played Virginia Beach for the first time. Yes. At the, yeah, at the that record was, store. With, what was that guy's name? I forget his the, name. Uh, yeah. Brad Santiago. Yes, he was really cool. Oh, Brad Santiago. Yeah, really he's, nice he guy. still shows up at shows yeah, all the time. Wow, I see him. Amazing. I see he Brad Santiago. On live and, podcast, yeah. Really? Yeah. I see that dude like that's five awesome. times a year. Yep. Um, but uh, <clears throat> I feel like, was there something else in between there? I guess maybe not. I remember he came to a show we played in Poughkeepsie. Yeah. All the way to Poughkeepsie, and he. We, we wrote a song at the time that sounded very similar to an older song. He called us out on it. Yeah, I remember, I remember that. He was like, I thought you guys were playing... Ah. I forget what the name of it was. And yeah. he goes, and this is a little different. Is it the same song? And we're like, what are you talking about? We're out of here. We're out of here. We never play drugs ourselves. What are you talking about here? Sean that he calls back, he'll know exactly yeah, where we went after that. that. Just in case. He'll probably call one of you guys. Oh! He's probably working brunch right now. I'd imagine. Commandeering him. There's a line of vegans around the corner mm. waiting for his food. They're only letting five people in at a time because it's one of those restaurants. <laughs> so then we uh, then we finish the the tour, I think, and then we do a bunch of weekends and yep. and then we play and then we we get illustrious and then. I guess yeah, it's more or less where that tour stopped. I don't remember yeah. anything else really crazy. Yeah. Although I think that was uh, was that the ant punching at the end of that tour. Yeah, the end of the their first tour. very last show. We play with. Uh, was it Deer Tonight? We played in New York City, didn't we? We played with... Oh, you know what? That was... We played in New York City. Mm -hmm. Had a great show. Yeah. And then our last show was in New Brunswick. With, oh, that's right. With uh, Gaslight Anthem. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We, op <laughs> we opened for them. And yeah. then it was like... We just like, I saw Gaslight Anthem when there was like five people there. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I can't believe that. They were, they were not good. 
Yeah, no, I remember being outside and we're all talking like, wow, I'm glad we don't have like really sing-songy vocals. Like, we, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why we were glad for that. But See, we, we were. were our, our, we were all like psych. We were like stoked. We're like, this is a great tour. We did really yeah. well. Blah blah blah. And Sean Diddy's like dark. He's like, he's yeah. like the, the clouds are moving in even before we play. And then we play, and for some reason. Sean Duty punches his ass. I think I the power his, was going out yeah, or something. Yeah. Like he was that. having a hard time getting it to work or something. <laughs> yeah, he insisted on using that like really old acoustic amp that never really worked that well. And uh, that was it. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that was that was more or less the end of that one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm glad you remember shit that we. <laughs> yeah, definitely yeah. shit. I remember there. This was pre-Andrew. There was a time we played. It was our first time playing in Richmond, Virginia. Yeah. You'll remember this. Oh, yeah. And we, we just showed up there, and it looked like Dana Ave. Like, every street looked like Dana yeah. Ave. Like, we were just scared, because we we're like, Jesus, this looks like the roughest neighborhood from our hometown. Mm-hmm. So, where the hell, where we, we couldn't get a hold of the promoter, mm-hmm. and uh, we just parked on a random street, and all slept in the van together, which meant, I mean, this was a rental van, yeah. and we're all oh, sleeping God, on a hard the, floor. You were the, sleeping in the front seat that didn't recline. That was the first, first, first tour that we were yes. in an Enterprise van for. God, that was, that was... And somebody farted in this tin can, <laughs> and it smelled like someone took a shit and, and put oregano and... and uh, <laughs> And onion salt on top of it, and just blew a fan over the top of it. Oh my the God. whole band. Steve was next to me. He just gets up, and this is Steve was the guy that Andrew replaced. He gets up. He's like, I can't take it. I gotta get out. <laughs> so he throws the door open. I follow him out. Mike follows me out. Patrick's still sleeping, and Hans is presumably still uncomfortable in the front chair or in the front seat. And this car comes by at like 90 miles an hour, slams on the brakes, and just stares at us. And he says something about women. And we're all looking at each other like, uh, did you hear him? I don't know. And then he peels out and goes through every red light and stop, site, stop sign in front of him. And then we all just were like, I don't care if the van smells. Let's get back in. So we all get in. And I was about to wake Hans up. Like, we got to go. And Hans was like, I saw the whole thing. Let's get out of here. And just up a van and we, we leave and just drove all night until we ended up. Until the daylight came up and Barnes and Noble opened, and we all slept in Barnes and Noble. I remember like a couple of people got coffees, and I just found a, a comfy chair and uh, that's AC air conditioning, and fell asleep. We ghost rode JVU in that parking lot. <laughs> oh, no, I was, I the was there for that one. That was that was <laughs> the tour. Yeah, I, I got my shoelace caught on the front like fucking fender of JVU as we were ghost riding it. Yeah, ghost ride. The you know, I just realized we totally glossed over Sound and Fury. Oh my god! We did that entire, entire fucking tour wow. to do Sound of Fury. And was it that forgettable? Apparently, yeah. I, <laughs> I remember no, it. Was was like, uh, that was the impedance issues problem. Oh, that's uh, right. Jesus. We've talked about impedance issues so many times. Yes. Plus, we had a quiz with Sean Diddy. You're like, Sean Diddy, if I plug an amp. <laughs> well, I have impedance If I plug an amp into a cabinet that's not rated for the amp. What will I have? And he's like, I'm breathing, I know, blah, blah, blah. It's all sour. Back when he was cool, man. Back when he answered Eric Boost's call. Yeah. Damn, I don't know. I fell off his radar, I guess. <laughs> I just saw. <laughs> you go off all of Shadidi's radar. Well, not Andrew. You test Andrew saying that he wants to kill black people. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Diddy. Vehement racist Sean Diddy. Yeah. Wow. White power Sean Diddy. Sean, Sean, what's happened? I didn't know that. Well, uh, I'm flipping through looking for uh, for old questions that uh, that we can field here. We got some new ones that came in, though. <clears throat> I don't want the questions, man. Well, here's one. Well, Andrew looks. Uh, here's one for Eric. <clears throat> Eric 
How'd you get so good at drones? It pisses me off how good you are. Who said that? Anonymous. That's a real one? Anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. My father was a drummer. So pretty much since birth, there were drums around. And I had, I remember, like as long as I can remember, I had sticks in my hand. It was just messing around. And when I was six years old, my dad set me up with some really good lessons with one of a really great teacher. But I just was too much of a space cadet. And I, <laughs> I couldn't pay attention. And the guy was always getting frustrated with me. Mm-hmm. So I quit. But I would always just bang on stuff. And then... When I turned 12, I met a kid who played guitar, and I thought, I gotta start playing drums again. So I took lessons for another year, and then my teacher retired, got more lessons. I just, it was just a lot of practice, a lot of lessons, and, and basically playing with five bands at a time, usually. Like, there was one point, I think, in the early end of the year days, I was playing in end of the year, switched on. Yeah. Uh, Mike's other band, My God is Full of Stars. Yeah. I was in Falkirk for about a week. And Amazing Plaid. And Amazing Plaid. I was always like kind of a... Hired gun. Hired gun, you know? Like somebody needed a drummer for a weekend or something. Yeah, I was a mercenary. So I just... Really, it's just... There's a lot of of practice and hard work. And I just... I gave a shit about it. Like it was something I really cared about doing. So I I always loved it. And thanks for the kind words, Anonymous. Anonymous. That's really cool. It's nice to be recognized. It was a joy to play. the last time you held a drumstick? Probably... Yesterday. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right, never mind. I, was, I, was I still play. Like, oh, I, I teach oh, lessons now, actually. I oh, teach wow. on Tuesdays with, uh, I got uh, six students. One of them is actually taking the summer off, but I teach uh, once a week, and I have, you know, I have some good students. I got one student that, that's actually my age, which is cool, and I, got, I had one student that was very difficult. I've learned a lot about dealing with children, which is great, because... Now that I have a daughter, you know. <laughs> now I have a daughter, I have to be shortly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, I, I still I do rudiments a lot at the house because I don't want to wake the baby. Okay. So I, you know, do rudiments on the pad. But every every week at lesson, I'll play for a while. I usually get a half hour in between two students that I'll just. I have to sit you with um, like a little recording kit that's just always set up, and then I'll be like, "Oh, put some drums on this, and just send you a file." Oh, sure, man. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I've done that before, actually. <clears throat> Fucking perfect for a, a country band, actually. Surprisingly, that must Some, been tough. It was like a friend of a friend of a friend. Yeah, it was very tough. <laughs> I got paid twenty dollars. <laughs> That's great. Good twenty bucks. <clears throat> Let's see. What else you got over there? Um, Eric Bustar, are you a sports fan? What are some of your favorite teams and why? Belated congratulations on your healthy daughter. Thank fan you. Fan of the drive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's really cool. Um, I'm, I'm my wife is really a sports fan. Binoculars. Hey, kids over there. Is that you? That's yeah. it. Uh, my wife's actually a, a bigger sports fan than I am. I I started getting into sports recently. I like the Giants. Uh, <laughs> sorry, and I, I love the Giants. We, you know, when I first started paying attention to football, the Giants won the Super Bowl, and that was a really great year. I, I started in getting the band, in. and and you're a good friends of the Seahawks fan, man. Why don't mm-hmm. you jump? This you two motherfuckers are Giants fans. Yeah, listen, like, deal with it. Like the, I'm with the, the, Giants, like the most, um, the most ironic name for a team. Of <laughs> Did, hey, did you see the, the fucking footage from uh, from practice so far? Yeah, it sucks. It's not yeah, good. It's <laughs> not looking great. Uh, Eli, Eli Manning throwing wobbly balls. Oh, it's, it, the best part receivers. is every shot they showed. They're, they're not even like trying to highlight anything. They're just talking over live footage. Yeah. Incomplete. Incomplete. <laughs> Incomplete. It's like I'm sitting there, like my stomach's dropping to the floor. My like, God damn it. Meanwhile, <laughs> Russell the Hustle and the Lob are looking crisp. <laughs> the Lob looking crisp. Yeah. Crisp. 
Like, my wife knows more about football than I do, though. Okay. So I'll just, I'll just come out and admit that. That's good. Um, my daughter probably does, too, in <clears> 10 <throat> months. I, but she's great. I love my daughter. <laughs> she's awesome, man. Yeah. I, I talk about her all the time. Piss off, Beaming. my friends. <laughs> Beaming. Yeah. No, that's good. No, I, I always maintain that I will not, will not make a good father, but I'll make a great, wacky uncle for mm-hmm. somebody. Um, I just don't make enough money. <laughs> or and I have I have my patience. <laughs> my patience is super strong. Yeah. But it like it's it's like a strong building with like a weak foundation. Like it'll just crumble in a minute. I'll be like, look, shut the fuck up. I don't yeah. care. <laughs> that and that sums up I'm our tour experience. <laughs> I'm hungry too. I remember making it all the way down to Brooklyn to play at that. What was that bar? North Six. North Six. Six. And Hans is, has the most pleasant disposition the whole way down. And then we couldn't get parking, and we all had to get out of the van. Because no, everybody was afraid they were gonna look at him wrong, and he was very, very. But it, it was that was when he got past that point. Yeah, and I just like, yeah, what well, a nice drive down, and then I couldn't find a parking spot, and I just lost my shit. Everyone we had, lost like, their shit. Yeah, though. Like, I lost my shit plenty of times. Yeah, and, I don't like. I think the three of us would only have like one or two per tour. Like, yeah. so I would just walk away. I just like, I just, just had to let go it happen, like, be somewhere it else. Yeah. The only time I really remember you like flipping out was when I was like climbing you for something. You're like, yeah, my grandmother just broke her arm. Cool, thanks. You oh, know? Yeah, like, no, oh, that's I, right. She fell in the top. Like broke her back or something back. like that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I, oh, I picked a good time. Yeah, for this. <laughs> really, yeah. That was a fun night. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got one here. Uh, how did Pat get into end of a year? I mean, he seems to have no, absolutely no musical ability. Was he in previous bands? Did he show some lyrics he had? Was he just some random dude someone knew? I don't know the answer to this. I don't know all the Do you above. know? All the uh, above. Well, he was in a band. He knew you, didn't? Don't you guys know each other from? I've old known days? Patrick since he was like fifteen. Yeah, I he was think. in Picavi. He was in Picavi. Hey, I'll follow you complete his set. They look for a demo by the band Picavi. And uh, Patrick wrote a, a song called "What If the Equator Shifted," which was a song. <laughs> that about, was a seminal. Yeah, so. <laughs> so X Picavi X, uh, and we like, he was like around, and he was a cool guy, and we knew him. And I guess Mike figured he'd be a good singer. We all talked on like the same message board, I think. At the yes, that was point. the EVR, or not the EVR board. That was the um, bystander board. Bystander, yes. Bystander board. So we're like, oh yeah, let's do it. You know, whatever. We got together. Um, <clears throat> turned out to be a great frontman. Right from man. You know, you just you, you could really hold the audience's attention. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was good at ruffling some feathers too, and uh, big time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we we knew from the start he couldn't sing a lick. Man, but we're like, all right, it's cool. But we didn't. Who cared? You know, we're yeah, just like, was, we're not doing this to get rich. We're just having fun. No, so. no, exactly. That was it. Was all about just having a good time, and and it was fun. Was it? It's always interesting to watch that dude work a room. Like it doesn't happen all the time, but like, uh, what was that show in uh, in Berlin? Berlin at the Cassiopeia. Yeah, when that dude had like a meltdown, like the entire room became wildly uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, when he was mineral vasa. Yeah. He was like slamming a bottle on the ground, saying mineral vasa. I was like, wow. Christoph Snyder, what do we teach you today? (laughs) I don't want to say it. I'll cut your fucking face. You know, it's just like I was even baffled by that one. I was just like, what the hell happened? Yeah, and then somebody wrote Sons of Bitches on our van. Yeah, oh and my we, god. We didn't know right. it because it was on the hood, and we're he driving around like, why is everybody laughing at us? Yep. It's here's like a freaking sitcom. Oh, it was the best. Uh, here's, a, here's a question for everybody Who was the gayest bastard in the band? The gayest bastard? Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is all members now. Who was the gayest bastard in the band? Mm. Oh, man. How do we have to choose just one? I know. <laughs> it's rough. <laughs> There was the thing that made me think about doing this podcast was somebody asked a few weeks ago, uh, 
to rate everybody in the band that I respect from like most respect to least respect, and I'm like, fuck, dude, <laughs> are you kidding oh, me? That's tough. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, some, not all of them are tough, but some well, are tough. Right. Um, Do we have an answer? Pass. Pass. Sean Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no He's go for the low-hanging fruit. Go for the easy shot. Uh, there's an end-of-year video on YouTube with one comment that says, Hans is the best entertainer from Glunt's Falls since Hacksaw Jim Duggan. True. Is this true? <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. And what the hell was up with Hans playing with a lamp on his amp? Ah. Because this is your time to say if they conspired to steal my lamp in Montreal. Are you still accusing me of stealing your lamp? Not it's you. been years. Do you know? It's... Do you know the story? Do I know the story? Yeah, somebody stole your lamp, man. I don't know. It wasn't me. Who was it? Was I in the band at the time? You. That, okay. This is, this yeah, was this was very... in Montreal. No. Yeah. He wasn't. This is, you played our last, your last show with us. At oh, Final that's Fox. right. Yeah. And it was, it's documented. Yeah. Who's playing? You had a lamp on. He was. At, in Montreal? No, no, no at Valentine's. At Valentine's. Well, that was Mark's first string of shows with us. Oh, okay, okay. He stole it. He stole it. Mark I, stole it. I'm possible. <laughs> um, yeah, we played the. They probably watched uh, the, la the last video from. Uh, it's really good. I watched that recently. It's good. It's really fun to watch. Yeah, I. Um, I contacted the guy who took the video because I was hoping I could get a DVD of it just to save. Like, yeah. oh, my last show was the band. Yeah. But he had, he did it on a flip camera and he didn't have the. Yeah, you can pull from uh, YouTube. Yeah, you can yeah try on. that. Offliberty.com, one of our sponsors. Offliberty.com, <laughs> not to be confused with NudeVista.com. Okay, good. It's our other sponsor? sponsor, Eric. Bring it in close, bro. Oh, right, what's up? I know your wife's in the other room. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but what's your go-to porn engine, man? I don't have one. You don't have one. No, I really don't. Man. You don't. You don't watch a little porno now and then, pal. No. What's nude? I don't know. Is nude? Vi I'm assuming. <laughs> I I used to know these. Okay. Like there used to be like Booble, I think was one. Booble. Yeah, Steve told That's me about that. He's well, like, check out Booble. This is the difference between you and me. You're an established family man. Mm. You make money. You have a kid. Mm. You have a house. Mm. I, I live in a, a $300 apartment on Mark Street, and I watch an awful lot of porn. <laughs> and when I have an urge. Mm. I go to nudevista.com. Right. That's nudevista.com. <laughs> Gabby, Gabby hates it. No, hates a strong word. Gabby's been here the whole time. I'm just hanging back because Eric's wife gave me a bunch of Benadryl and it is working. Oh my god. <laughs> Great. He's doing his thing. I feel like I'm underwater right now. Good. But no, I, I don't hate it. I was just a little disappointed, I think, because you've talked it up so much. Yeah, well. Mm. I didn't know about Nude Vista. Alright, I got three percent battery, and I'm done digging have for I old peaked, questions. Have Fuck I it. Your, have I piqued your interest? Uh, my wife keeps me pretty happy. <laughs> I don't have to. Oh, we've got Perhaps our, she we've would got like our, to try new bits. She, we've got our own bedroom for that. Yeah. Um, okay, here's a good one. Which end of your record did you put the least amount of thought into? I know which one. Uh, the one with Adorno, because I didn't play on the the quicksand cover because I didn't like the song. Was there a quicksand cover? Yeah. No, no, it was a uh, oh, uh, oh, seaweed cover. Seaweed yeah. cover. You didn't play on that at all. No, I just I didn't. I just didn't show. Foretelling, portending for, for a, a later storm. I didn't even show up to the session. You know what? Actually, yeah, I would say that's. Uh, I don't know. I enjoyed playing that song. Let's see. Um, maybe what was the one with Michael Ray Richardson? What was that? Uh, what was that split? Uh, 
Michael Ray Richardson and one other fucking oh. song. It was the worst recording I've ever done by That was uh, the Long split with Segway. Oh. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was, that was the worst recording you thought? I, I think, thought that was all right. I thought I we th- did that. Didn't you have to break into a house to get our stuff back <laughs> after that riff recording that? We recorded at some house in Colony, right? Did we record that there? I thought we recorded it at Valentine's. No, we recorded uh, Europeans are Sexual People at Valentine's. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Yes, we did. And we also recorded uh, Kish. We recorded Kish at the practice space. Yes. Yeah, that came out pretty that good. That came out. That was yeah, interesting. That's, that was that's like one of our really best recorded cool. songs. Yeah, it's just the performance is good. Yeah. Like that was a real surprise. How, how good that came out. My my, In my, my riffs are so good. <laughs> the songwriting is excellent. Dynamite. Dynamite, man. Dynamite. I haven't heard Kishline in like six years. It's one of good. Yeah. That was one of my favorites. Yeah, of ours, Kishline, and um, Gary Larson, or. Michael Larson. Still calling Gary Larson. I know the the Far Side author. We when we didn't have a set him. list, we would call out songs, and you're like Gary, Gary Larson. Larson. <laughs> we're like, what? what the fuck is Gary? Larson? Nah, no set list. That was yeah. that was the best. Yeah, yeah, we never did a set list. I think that was out. the the Michael Wright Richardson segue split, whatever that is. I, that, that's the one that I put the least amount of thought into. I like Charles Rocket a lot. I thought that that song came out cool. We did that twice. We did that once at. We did that at the studio and. We did it one at Scarlet East. Yeah. Yeah. But didn't we do another version, like a faster version somewhere in the line? We did a faster version that we ended up using for. Um. Uh, the. Hex record. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we did. We must have done that at. Uh, over at. Over it. We did that, weird, that session yeah. over it where we recorded like a mishmash. We did like Harrison and You Better Work and yeah, we did a bunch of stuff yeah. there just like for random sp- We just were, let's just get as much out of it. Because it was free because we got, because yeah. he just opened a studio and it was like free. We got free time. Don't mind us guys. We're just trying to cash out our history. <laughs> Figure it all out. Um, um, well, I got a, what, what, time for a couple more questions here. Sure. Um, How long have we been going? I actually have been timing this one. Minute, uh, an hour and five. Wow. An hour and five minutes. Um, well, I don't think we have that many more questions. So, um, hold on, hold on. Any live questions? No, I no more questions. Nobody cares. Hey, so cares. Um, thank you, Rick Boost. Thank you guys for having me. This was a lot of fun, man. I thought we'd be able to get through the first tour, the second tour, all this other shit. No way. Like so much shit in in between. So much much shit. That 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 the, the Fab Five there for a long time. There's mm-hmm. so much shit that we went through. All right, so we'll have to come back and do Germany one. Yeah, seriously. We'll do, a, we'll do another installment. <laughs> but I refuse to hang out with you guys going to bars because I was so straight. That, you missed the Dresden experience. Holy that was Sandy McDowell hour. There was this guy that was just like so bummed out. Yeah. Oh my god. You could have rode with him. I don't know. He was just like <laughs> standing there all gloomy yeah. and. Uh, I think it was because his girlfriend was talking to everybody. Yeah. I yeah. remember. I, there was many men like that. There's a weird me. photo from that tour, from that particular night, where I'm talking to, this, to that girl, that guy's mm-hmm. girlfriend. And I have, you know, I don't know, she was saying something interesting or something. And I have this serious look on my face. And I think your arm is off to the side. It looks like it's her leg. Like her leg is up in the air. Around. <laughs> and I remember seeing it, like flipping through, be like, what? Oh, oh, that's, that's Andrew's arm. There's the X. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, should we talk about our uh, product line, Andrew? Yeah, as long as, long as we're recording, yeah. Um, although I've got to get the web address out. <laughs> it's um, 
Overnightdrive.bigcartel.com, I think, oh, but let me confirm that. Overnightdrive.bigcartel.com. We've been thinking about, uh, because we have so many loyal fans, so we've been thinking about um, doing some t-shirts. <laughs> yep, overnightdrive.bigcartel.com. It'll be, by the time you hear this, it'll be up. Yep, and uh, overnightdrive.bigcartel.com. Shirts are cheap, they're designed masterfully, and they're tasteful, and you should buy one. Yeah, these are uh, these are designs that will uh, stand. They'll go down in history. They'll go down mm-hmm. in history. Yeah. They will stand the test of time. You will no longer have to tell a weird friend. You can just wear the shirt. If and you if you understand the caliber of uh, of the designer of these shirts, then uh, high, you'll you'll understand high how, caliber uh, yeah. professional uh-huh. industrial strength. <laughs> so yeah, so go check Sounds those good. out and buy them, please, because I had to renew the domain for this. <laughs> next month, and I, I got a I I got one of those letters in the mail, and I was like, oh, I can already tell that opening. This is going to be obnoxious. And sure as shit, it's uh, us having to renew overnightdrive.com. So yeah, buy a shirt. Make that easier for me. Yeah, really. Because you know, I, I I never pitch in anything. Because I. You know. <laughs> That's how you roll. Just no. philosophy. I I pay in thought. <laughs> um, guys, got anything you want to plug? Uh. Hey man, anyone want to take drum lessons? Uh, there you go. Yeah, give me a call. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Feel free to. I might do uh, a Skype or something. Yeah. yeah. Or you can also uh, cyber stalk Eric Booster. Or oh. actually stalk Eric. He's got yeah, a yeah, large yeah. amount of uh, untapped wooded, development land. Wooded area behind my Prepare house. Prepare for some uh, some rando Facebook ads. Because <laughs> that's what happens. I get a bunch every week that I add. Yeah, you live in like a weird spot. Like we we got off the highway and we're like, oh, we'll stop at Stewart's and get coffee or yeah. something. No Stewart. So we made a wrong turn apparently. Because apparently it's the other way. Yep. But there's no stores here. And everyone's just hawking shit on their lawn. Like yes. every fucking. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like everyone's got yeah. some shit for sale on their mm-hmm. lawn. Uh, if you go, if you actually follow that road a little further, you, you can buy a lawnmower. That this guy has a whole fleet of lawnmowers on his front yard. That he, I don't <laughs> know where he gets. Get a, he just get a tour yeah. It's just yeah. like it's like the old west. It's just like barter town up here. It's it fucking wild. It's <laughs> barter town. The air is nice and clear. You can find Master Blaster too. He runs the barter town. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Scott Segman came as Master yeah. Blaster for Halloween. Jesus. That was one of the best costumes one of the best. Master Blaster. Jesus. He's as long as we're talking about him, I want to plug Pig Weekend again. But I don't yeah. think he's put anything up in a while. Pigweekend.com. Uh, Pig yeah. Very enjoyable. Um, yeah, uh, let's get out of here. Let's, let's go make a video. All right. Cool. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Later. I see your picture. Your name and lots of
Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.